Good morning. Welcome to Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwake, exploring ways to live our lives more fully in this wonderful world. We welcome your calls and thoughts at 242-7800. Conversations with Friends is brought to you on KAOI by Unity of Maui, where the heart is at home. Now, here's your host, Mary Omwake. Good morning, Maui. It's James Jacobson. Mary will be joining us shortly. We have a wonderful program today on Conversations with Friends. In our first half hour, we are going to be talking about dying and being with the dying. We're going to be speaking with Bodhi B., who is an interfaith minister here on Maui for 27 years. And uh, we're going to be talking about that as well as other events that are happening here at Unity on Maui this week. Um, why don't we start with you, Bodhi? This is a fascinating program that you have put together that you're, I guess, uh, the spokesperson for. And it, and it features Ram Das, Alan Lowen, and Aloui. Aloui? Aoli. Aoli. Oh, Aoli. This is where your 30 years on Maui helps. Aoli. Um, Mitchell. And, and, and the program is Dying and Being with the Dying. What, what's going to happen? It's a three-day three day event, two-day event in December. We're kicking off the beginning. Oh, thank you, James, for having me on the program. Thank you. Uh, we're kicking off a new nonprofit organization called Ipuka Ikeau, means doorway into light. Uh, nonprofit, all faith, uh, spiritual organization uh, to support people in their dying process and th- and through the death of the body. Mm-hmm. Um, We'd like to uh, begin a training series for what we call spiritual midwives to the dying, uh, people who are uh, either exploring their own uh, approaching death, which is really all of us, uh, people who are assisting in the passing of a loved one, um, or people who are already involved in, in the work, in that work, in that field. Uh, and this is the first event uh, called Dying and Being with the Dying, and it's December 2nd and 3rd. And... Uh, Ramdas, Alan Lowen, Ali E. Mitchell, uh, Greg Lagoy, the executive director of hospice, will be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prakash Makai, the bereavement counselor for hospice, will make a presentation, and, and I'll speak to uh, this uh, great great field we're uh, trying to help um, help bridge spirituality back into the uh, field of uh, death. Uh, supporting families and communities to reclaim uh, the role of caring for the dying and caring for the body. Is it similar to hospice? It's similar to hospice, uh, but it's kind of where hospice, uh, it kind of takes off where hospice kind of leaves off and uh, on the level of uh, recognizing uh, us as souls. So it's really in the realm of we are souls and dealing with the death and dying process from the perspective of us as as souls with bodies, and uh, beyond the, where hospice leaves off, uh, this this will also include actually caring for the body. And in Hawaii, you can keep a body in uh, in your home for thirty hours, and so uh, it's around creating ceremony and ritual in the home, home funerals, um, and transporting and uh, and be and actually being participating in. Uh, final uh, disposition as they call it either uh, through uh, basically putting the body into the oven and uh, starting the fire which is which we've done now here on Maui with the uh, assistance of the local mortuary or it's uh, digging a hole and uh, planting the body or it's uh, dropping the body off a, a boat which you can do in in the outside the three mile limit in Hawaii I didn't know that Mary's joining us now good morning Mary well good morning and hi Bodie hi Mary I've been wonder- uh, excited to meet you it's wonderful is that your truck out there that says you will work for peace is that you yeah yeah the other bumper sticker says God is too big to fit into any religion it had to be you it had <laughs> to be you <laughs> welcome and thank, thank you. you I've seen the beautiful Maui Island and what a beautiful workshop this is and what beautiful souls to support us because I think you I'm sure one of your compelling calls on this is we are just so ignorant about the whole process of the body dying the soul eternal and we just don't have a lot of good cultural support so I'm just very blessed to let you um, share this with our listeners because I, I think all of us have much learning to do it's just something society we, j- we just don't talk about and then when mm-hmm. we do get to it it's at a moment when we're probably dealing with so many other issues mm-hmm. that it's hard to really grok all of this so the idea that this is a program for anyone no matter where they are in the process mm-hmm. is is very compelling 
Our, our culture particularly really does not support uh, facing in, uh, one's death or, or dealing with death. I mean, we're such a disposable culture. We're, we worship youth. Uh, anti-aging is such a big uh, movement. Uh, we've relegated um, elders and their wisdom to, quote, the elderly, unquote. And, uh, you know, look how we really deal with Halloween. I mean, Halloween really was a ritual established to honor the ancestors, honor the dead. Well, we thank you for it. Now, I w- what got the you guys? Were you sitting around meditating, and and the <laughs> conversation came up? Because I know how you guys hang. But what what caused you? Uh, this is just a compelling workshop. December second and third, two full days here on Maui, affordable for anybody. Um, one hundred and seventy-five dollars includes lunch. I mean, that's an amazing price. Pe- people say uh, you can't can't really spend any time with Ramdas for. Uh, less than hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So, oh, he's so uh, and present. he's he's freely offered his time and really uh, has uh, he's on the on the board of the Ipuka Ikeao and really wants to support this and really really wants to see us create a uh, a nonprofit mortuary and a dying center and a green cemetery here. So, thank you, Ramdas. I think you're listening out there today. Well, he's you. everybody's friend. I mean, the yeah. vibrational. We put Ramdas's wisdom vibration with Aloha and. It's a it's a dynamic. Uh, I think we're all lifted. We do send love to you and to Ramdas. So I uh, wait. I would I would just like to address your question. Yeah. Uh, we were sitting around. I've been an interfaith minister here on Maui for 27 years. Uh, I've I've noticed that at funerals and memorial services, those are some of the most community bonding experiences mm-hmm. that people mm-hmm. have ever experienced. Yeah. It's the it's we everything gets so real and fragile. You know, we hear about people dying every day, but when somebody close to us dies. It, there, something happens in our bodies and in our feeling level, and uh, it's so fragile and real. And so um, then I became a hospice volunteer, which I've been doing for about six years, and a feeling that I'm being drawn into this field and seeing how much work this area needs, especially in our culture, to mm-hmm. uh, bring this uh, bring this back into our... I know it's not good for shopping. You don't see any coffin stores in the mall. I think it's this, you know, it's Although not I good for shopping. I heard that Costco is now selling coffins. I heard that, too. Yeah. I, I think you have to buy six at a time, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's very good, Bodhi. <laughs> very good. So you are uh, being called to this in your own personal life, but uh, what what brought together this workshop? How did... I, I'm always fascinated by people who are called by their vision and their purpose, and you see Spirit's hand in it and uh, how people come together in such a perfect way. So you were doing your work, but what brought about this actual um, gathering that's going to be December 2nd? Well, I had this vision of this training series around uh, uh, creating a network of what we call spiritual midwives to the dying. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, let's let's kick off this training series in Hawaii. Let's put on a uh, an event. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm I'm already friends with Ramdas. I was over at his house. I started talking to him about this the big vision, and about this idea of this training series and an event. And Ramdas said, "Let's do it." Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought, well, "All right, if I got Ramdas on board, uh, let's 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 really do this." And uh, um, so then there you have it. And uh, Alan Lowen, who's also a beautiful being uh, here on Maui, lives on Maui. Uh, is offered his time. To, he thought this was very important work, and uh, he's an amazing being who teaches in in the field of uh, living and dying and you know, living to the fullest. And and now Ali Mitchell, who's a beautiful man I've known for years now, and uh, he's a cultural anthropologist and a kumuhula, and um, he he really wanted to participate in this. And I really felt that I wanted to, to include a. A Hawaiian piece to this, and mm. uh, so he's going to come and actually share the Hawaiian views around the bones and the ancestors and the soul and mm. and death. And uh, Greg Lagoy, the executive director of Hospice, is going to come and uh, uh, speak, as well as Prakash Makai, the um, bereavement counselor. And we really want to work with Hospice um, in this project, and we want to really establish a place that's a a nonprofit mortuary and a green cemetery. Talk about that. We were talking about that before we went on the air, but that mortuaries by nature are for profit. And 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 how is that and how would an, and how why would why would we want to see a nonprofit? Well, first of all, uh, not the nonprofit we would establish would really allow people to come in and participate and co-create what they want to uh, see happen. Um that's not very easy to do now in, in mortuaries. Um, 
also there's a you know the uh, anything that's profit driven there there's this there's a, some as a conflict of interest here mm-hmm. yes the local mortuary wants to be of service and yes they want you to uh, buy the most expensive casket mm-hmm. you know that's their bottom line and mm-hmm. uh, i want to remove that element from this work it's it's too it's it's an it's an powerful transition in everyone's lives uh, in india they actually don't celebrate your birthday they celebrate the day you die yeah. um, then as far as this part about the green cemetery yeah. i've been actually researching this a little bit in that every year in the united states we currently bury approximately 827,000 <laughs> gallons of toxic embalming fluid 30 million board feet of hardwood caskets, 2,700 tons of copper and bronze, and a million 600,000 tons of concrete. Hmm. Um, we need so to what stop is a, that. So what does a green cemetery entail? Green cemetery, would there be no embalming. No and embalming. And we'd put you in a box, uh, either a thick cardboard box. Uh, that's the lowest end of the casket at the mortuary, that big cardboard box. And uh, or we put you in a basically a pine box with a, with no or as few chemicals as possible, and, and allow uh, you just to re- go back to the earth. Go back to the earth. Back to dust. Now California has passed that you don't have to embalm. I signed. My brother just passed, and I did sign so that they've stopped that. Where before it was law, everybody wow. had to be embalmed. You so know. it's a, it's a yeah. and it w- it's interesting how each state has different laws. Yeah. Maryland, California, and Hawaii. I was fascinated. <laughs> you can actually um, dispose of a body in the ocean as long as it's three miles out, outside of the Hawaiian state waters. And actually, uh, the the biggest thing I'm working with the Department of Health about is the possibility that we could have open cremation ceremonies yes. here on Maui. Mm. Yes. Uh, that we could be out in uh, some wide open field away from anybody's neighborhood mm-hmm. and actually build a wooden fire and uh, do it uh, Indian style. Mm-hmm. Right on the ocean too. I've uh, attended a couple in Bali and I love this phrase. I have never heard it before. Spiritual midwives. Because only the body dies or the soul evolves and continues on and, and that's what's so important that we need to teach this in the context of the greater wisdom the ancient truths that are revealed and so we're dying all the time and one of the things we hold and I'm going to use this spiritual midwives we we say in our congregation that on their, our spiritual path now we're all hospicing what's dying because we're dying to our greed we're dying to our, the illusion of separation we're dying to competition, it's dying, and and for those in Washington, it must be terrifying. <laughs> it just must be traumatized, and you know your four hundred three k won't be big enough. So we're dying to that old illusion, but we're birthing. I love this idea of spiritual midwife because we always say we're midwifing this awakened world. And I love. I'm going to really work with your spiritual midwives to the dying because we're dying every day if we're if we're awake. We're dying to all of the illusions and all the blockage and the insanities and I'm just so honored that you would take time to come down here and talk to us and I, I do believe that, that this is one area in our in our awakening that we just will benefit so much from the eastern traditions that understand and you know we talk about it from the western Christian mind set of you die and go someplace else but you really die to your ego and you're in heaven already so you know I just I just love you for doing this. Bodie, if folks want to get in touch with you, how do they do it? Okay, uh, you can call me at 573-8334. You can email me at info at ipuka.org. That's I-P-U-K-A. You can go to www.ipuka.org and see the flyer for this event. And Ipuka Ikeao means doorway into light. Doorway into light. Ali, you help me me get that. I want to emphasize that. You don't have to have a spiritual or religious a belief around this or be particularly spiritual if you don't think you are in order to attend this event. <coughs> Excuse me. This event is really for everyone who wishes to explore their, their approaching death, which really is all of us. Uh, I'd like to say 99% of the people who died today didn't know yesterday that it was they only had one more day mm-hmm. in their life. Uh, and if uh, you know if you're assisting someone or, or uh, say family members in their uh, dying process, or if you're already involved in this field uh, and you want to enrich uh, your path in service to the dying, so really you don't need a, uh, you don't need to believe there is a soul. Really, I mean, uh, this is really for everybody that wants to touch into that um, that that. And reality. you're also going to be stressing the Hawaiian view of death. 
Under, oh, that's yeah. going to be a big oh, part yeah. of it too. That will be enlightening. You know, I, it's uh, we're going to have you back right before the event that's right. because one of the things is people that live on Maui they do plan their calendars, and that time of year is very full. Mm-hmm. But we do get a lot of people that are here on vacation. And probably the truth is people on vacation today won't be on vacation in December. They'll be back home. So we're going to have you back so you can once again invite people to it. But we want you to stay. We do have to take a break and and, uh, hear from the wonderful people that make Conversations with Friends possible. And we also want to invite you, if you're exploring what it means to be fully human, fully divine at the most important time in human history, um, there is a spiritual community called Unity that honors the divine in all of life the sacredness of all of life doesn't require you to check your brain at the door and leaves you free to believe anything you want um, but we hold that God is good and so if you don't have a community to grow with and support you we would invite you to join us at Unity at 10 o'clock at the Maui Tropical Plantation where um, it's a rock out for spirit every Sunday praise God so we're going to hear from our sponsors be right back with Bodhi and hear more about healthy ways to deal with dying and being in our culture. Thank you so much. Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwake is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community and invite you to join us in Sunday morning celebration at 10 a.m. at the Maui Tropical Plantation in Waikapu. Unity also offers children's church and nursery services. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242 9327. There's a reason that Hawaii's premier mortgage company has successfully completed over $2 billion in loans for the people of Maui. With over 20 years of experience and a 99% loan completion rate, Trisha Morris and Premier Mortgage have earned the trust of thousands of Maui homeowners. Where mortgages are concerned, don't leave anything to chance. Go with number one. Call Trisha Morris and her team of magicians today. 874-8800. That's 874-8800 for Hawaii's premier mortgage company. And now, back to Conversations with Friends. And Jim, you know, I wanted, we were talking, and we're going to be talking with Bodhi here, who's created, helped create a, a wonderful program, December 2nd and 3rd, on death and being with the dying, which is going to include Ram Das and some wonderful healers, teachers, and people who are working in the field. But I, w- I wanted to plant a seed because one of the things that's so important for all of us, whether you believe or don't believe, is, is silence and how important meditation is. Mm. And so we're starting um, a- at Unity every Saturday morning from 9 to 10, uh, a one-hour sit in the silence. At our home on High Street. At our home on High Street. Beautiful, just s- very sacred. So those of you from any spiritual path just like to come and do 20-minute sits with just a simple breath or centering prayer, just want to let you know that that's going on every day, noon prayer for 20 minutes in the silence, Monday mm-hmm. through Friday at High Street. And then always, uh, right before the Sunday celebration, we do 20 minutes in the silence, 9.30 at the Maui Tropical Plantation. And the reason I share that is, as I was tr- intrigued when Bodhi said, this is for what you believe, anyone who believes or doesn't believe. But being in the silence is where... I believe all power is. So, what do you think? Should we try that now? Twenty minutes. Twenty. Well, not on live radio. No. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, I learned that right away because I I drop my voice often, and I'll just you know I started to do a prayer, and and I uh, Jim wasn't here yet. We had another uh, radio producer been on the radio for thirty years. He's don't you ever close your eyes on the radio? (laughs) They change the channel so fast. You know, I go oh okay yeah no (laughs) no stay alert stay awake yeah good. Well, uh, Jim asked some more great questions. Jim's are really good. I'm just so touched by this because, you know, I went through this, as we were sharing before, mm-hmm. I went through this process last year with my father oh, and, yes. and and discovered hospice. You don't really think about these types of things. You, I, and certainly in my life, I didn't think about this whole death and dying process. And then I started becoming, you know, I, I bought all the Elizabeth Kubler-Ross books and started to really understand the process and understood this amazing kindness that people who go into hospice have mm. and you say you've just started volunteering for hospice 6 years now S- 6 years and but you've been a minister for 27 years so you've been dealing with with death and dying but what was it that that made you f- give you that sense inside that this is some place that you'd like to focus 6 years ago and then now with this new program well uh it it helps me to wake up i think the bottom line is is uh 
I see how much energy and um, is needed in this area, how much consciousness needs to be brought into this area, and I see how much it helps me grow uh, to have an awareness of death and being around dying people. Mm. And uh, I've I've done this practice now where I've s- I've sat at the mall and I've looked at people walking by and. Uh, and focused on these people are all going to die. We're all going to die. These are souls walking through here, and their bodies are going to die, and they don't know when, and we don't know when, and that's that's powerful it's for a, my process so of waking up. So being more conscious about the process. One of the most powerful things that the hospice people told me was people tend to die the way they live their lives. And so if you're always grumpy, you'll, you'll kind of go through that. So the idea of, of looking at this, examining this now with a, with an open consciousness is very compelling because if you have this idea that the dying process is going to be a lot different than the living process, this is the way to, 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 to transition that. In, uh, in being with people who are dying, uh, I would recommend that you don't leave it for the last day to mm-hmm. start thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I love, I'm sure you've read Stephen Levine's book, Who Dies?, and I use this all the time. My brother just passed August 30th, and that has created just a huge opening and, and just being willing to be with the grief process, which I wasn't before. I've had so many deaths in my life, and so my thing was just go build a bigger church or go out and you know make something happen, and now I'm learning to just the grace of walking through it, and thanks to so many wonderful teachers helping. Um, but on, in that wonderful work by Stephen Levine, he asked that question, which I share with the congregation at least once every couple of months. As if you knew you were going to die tomorrow, who would you call? What would you say? And why are you waiting? And, you know, that's the truth. If we live that clean and that clear, we don't have any withholds. Because as a minister who one year had 52 deaths in my congregation, mm-hmm. we had a 2,000-member congregation, and I, uh, t- 52 that I was a part of in the families and going through, the families that lived in love who were basically healed or connected, yes, there was sadness. But it was a peaceful, there was a grace. The people that wailed, where there was just a snashing of the teeth and a sobbing, where the families that were estranged, where they hadn't talked, where there was uh, months, years that had gone by, deep wounds that had ne- never been met. And uh, uh, that was where the grief was, uh, you know, they just, you know, the unbearable. And those who were connected often had an immediate connection with the other side, just immediate. But that's, as in what you said, Jim, people die. But, you know, I just share with people, if there's anything unhealed in any relationship in your life, take a deep breath and just clear it up. Let love wash over it. Choose to see it again because if they do die or you die, that is horrendous. I mean, that's a wound. It just takes much longer to heal. So for your work and Stephen, all the great souls, um, there's a workout, maybe you've heard it, Graceful Passage. And anyone who's going through a process of death, I would recommend that, Graceful Passages. You can get it down at Borders. It's a CD with uh, Ram is on it and uh, Arun Gandhi and just many great Thich Nhat Hanh talking about death and dying in their tradition and a Native American Indian. And it just is so sweet. I must have listened to it for two weeks when my brother passed, and it just brought Mm -hmm. me into that grace of knowing our oneness. And this work, uh, one of the most sacred works that I've ever experienced is to be present when people cross. Mm. I mean, the joy that's in the room, uh, if anyone doubts presence, angels, light beings, whatever you call it, be in the room of a conscious person who walks across because the room is so filled with light and love that it's palpable. It's been one of the greatest honors of my life. And for those who are still caught in fear, it's been one of the scariest times. It's just so hard. So... This is going to be an, a great workshop. Tell us again how they can get a hold of you, and yeah, you need to spell. Yeah, well, you need to the spell that. Okay. Right. The, the website can be hard. It <laughs> you can, you well, can just call you just me. have to know. <laughs> anybody <laughs> listening, when you hear ipuna or ip any ipuka, it's, ipuka, it's always going to be i. Don't even think of a e in there. You can e. call me. My name is Bodhi, and five seven three eight three three four. You can email me at info, I-N-F-O, at ipuka, I-P-U-K-A, dot org, O-R-G. You can go to the website, www.ipuka.org, and see the information for this coming event. And I'd be happy to talk to you. And if you miss all that, call Unity, at, and it's in the phone book, and we'll we'll link you up with it, because yeah. we have the flyers around. And we'll, and we'll, and we'll give you your phone number before the end right. of the broadcast Great. as well. 
I wanted you touched on such a uh, great place. I appreciate how you spoke to the to the grieving and the and you know what a clean death can feel like and look mm -hmm. like and uh, we really feel like uh, that the community reclaiming uh, the role of actually caring for the body after after oh, the person yeah. dies. You know, uh, we had a friend, uh, thirty of us, w uh, for twenty four hours a day for uh, three months. Uh, yeah. took care of him and yeah. held presents for him and then when he died we dressed him up well yeah. well we bathed him we oiled yeah. him we yeah. brushed his hair we dressed him up yeah. i went to the mortuary i picked up the cardboard box we you know pillows and cushions mm -hmm. and you know made an altar out of this cardboard box uh, we passed around magic markers and decorated the box and wrote mm -hmm. shipping instructions <laughs> on the <laughs> box. Uh, we we drove it in our truck to the mortuary we delivered it uh, mm -hmm. took him for his last spin and um <laughs> When the when it was time for the cremation, yeah. uh, seven of us actually were there and helped lift the body into the oven. And wow. boy, that was powerful. Wow. And uh, it brought up a lot of stuff for people, oh, very wow. intense. Uh, and we put the body into the oven and started the oven. And and I believe really strongly that that really supports the grieving process. You know, when I uh, got there with my brother, um, and he was so lifelike, and I just stayed with him, and I just stayed with him, and and then he was cremated, and I brought him home. Actually, I, I the truth is I've uh, I've done so many of these services, and I always say ashes to ashes, dust to dust, but the soul has already gone on, mm -hmm. and I realize I'm so comforted by those ashes. I know I just right now, you know, it's all and it just been two months yesterday, today, yesterday. Mm -hmm. Uh, he sits right. I go out to the lanai to watch TV, and I take him out, Johnny. I come, Johnny. We're on the ocean now. The whales are coming. But there's just a, a, a way when you know he'll say, "Mary, we talk more now than we talk all those years." You, <laughs> you know, know, Mary, we we do the same thing. Are we do the same I do thing? the well, exact <laughs> same. I, I got I got a I got a, a blessing yesterday from my from this yeah. box, from the, yeah. the cremains, I like the way yeah. they, they call it. But it is well, very Bodie, interesting, our own process. It's just been an honor. We're going to have you back on, I think, right at the end of November. Yes. And hopefully Ram Dass will call in, too, be yes. part. And uh, the workshop is December 2nd and 3rd. You can sign up. The phone number, one more time, 573-8334, or info at ipuka, I-P-U-K-A, info at ipuka.org. Call Unity. We'll give you the phone number. What an honor. What a blessing. And always, our love goes out to Ram Dass. Thanks, what a thanks for having me on. Thank you so much, and thanks for staying tuned. We're going to be back with one of our favorite friends, Lee Shapiro, just back from Aspen, Aspen Colorado. Colorado. <laughs> Not Maui, but Maroon Bells, Aspen, pretty darn good. Okay, stay tuned. We'll be Conversations right back. Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwake is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community and invite you to join us in Sunday morning celebration at 10 a.m. at the Maui Tropical Plantation in Waikapu. Unity also offers children's church and nursery services. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242-9327. There's a reason that Hawaii's premier mortgage company has successfully completed over $2 billion in loans for the people of Maui. With over 20 years of experience and a 99% loan completion rate, Trisha Morris and Premier Mortgage have earned the trust of thousands of Maui homeowners. Where mortgages are concerned, don't leave anything to chance. Go with number one. Call Trisha Morris and her team of magicians today. 874-8800. That's 874-8800 for Hawaii's premier mortgage company. And now, back to Conversations with Friends. We are back on the air. He was fascinating. Oh, what a beautiful soul. What a, what a dynamic, you know. Of course, anyone that was around Rob Doss is going to be gorgeous and beautiful. <laughs> but Bodhi, this wonderful work in hospice. And now we're talking about, you know, what is it that challenges life so much? And what is it creates so much distance? And it's separation through conflict. Mm -hmm. And we have a master teacher, somebody who's just really embodied the principles of of um, melting conflict. I mean, is that a great idea? Through you melt snow, uh, you melt he, it. You don't have to crunch it, fight it, live with it. You melt it. So we're going to be talking with Lee Shapiro, just back to Maui from 
his second home, or I don't know if we're your second home, or your, your half home right. in Aspen. <laughs> in Aspen, He's and very smart. Balance is well, two beautiful places. That is a very, places. very, very wonderful. Although I, it does get cold in Aspen, and I don't do cold anymore. Nor do I. No. <laughs> that's why he's there in the summer. Oh, that's right. You're coming home. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. right. Okay, I got it. That's right. I'm, I'm here now. Okay, Lee Shapiro, welcome back. Thank you. Great to be here. And he's a world-renowned artist, but we're going to talk to you about one of your passions, which is relationship and what, what, what do relationships bring up, Jim, now that you're just about to enter into holy matrimony? Yeah. Come on, you can say it. Besides besides commitment, what's that other word that... Conflict. Conflict. Oh, I hate, or what I call it, what I describe as contentiousness. I hate contentiousness. Yes. Um, Or conflict. And that's what, that's what this program is that you're doing is, which is the art of melting conflict. Right. Right. Yeah. And a big part of that idea in, in, in Aikido, you're aware of what's happening is like his energy is pushing or pulling Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, whenever our energy is pushing against somebody else, it mm-hmm. creates a power struggle. It creates resistance. Mm-hmm. And so learning how to blend with the energy that's mm-hmm. coming at you is a, is a key principle of, of Aikido. So it's shifting and it. When it's pushing towards you, you just, is it deflecting it? It's, in part, it's de- part of it is not taken personally. Mm-hmm. Because their issues about you are not about you. And that's something but you know what? About. How to really tease someone off <laughs> is to say, "Hey, that's not about me. What you're really doing is reflecting back yourself." And then that, and, and oh, uh, off and running, boom, 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 boom. You start off the whole. Well, you're psychologizing. Yeah, and that and that psychologizing is an energy of resistance. It's not allowing. So to be able to get with them, which is the basic principle, is to energetically. I've read about this. I don't the, know any of this. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, are you listening? That's his fiance. See, the, the good reasons why we do what we do and understanding the, you know, getting with the feelings that are underneath that. And, uh, and that comes up all the time. In fact, I was thinking about this morning, I was thinking about, uh, I have a, uh, an adopted goddaughter and years ago I took her to Disney world and, uh, and after a long day, she was burnt out and cranky, and uh, and she wanted to do a bungee jump, and she was only seven years old, and they wouldn't let her do <laughs> no, the bungee jump. she wasn't really? enough at that line. <laughs> right. Yeah, the line, yeah. And she was just really sad and crying, and I held her while, while she cried. And she said, that just makes me so sad, and I hate it when people say that I'm too small to do something. And, and did that ever happen to you when you were a child? And I said, yeah. I understand. I, that happened to me when I was a child too, and we got with. I got mm-hmm. with her, and she mm-hmm. invited me in to get with her, mm-hmm. and that was a great example of mm-hmm. of what that feels like to get with someone, understand the good reasons why they're feeling the way they're feeling, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know, oftentimes I'll see, especially I'll hear women say, uh, "I don't feel heard," and I realize for me that a lot of times what's happening there is that it's not just the words, it's not just the story. You know, there's a, an active listening technique, which is a great technique where you mm-hmm. say, take five minutes each, and, and the one person speaks, and the other person repeats back to them what they heard. And that mm-hmm. way you can check out if they're mm-hmm. understanding what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But And, you know, yeah. that's interesting. I, and what I was just learned a few years ago, but I, when I remember it, is when someone comes really mm-hmm. with an issue, and if I, if I really am present mm-hmm. and just say, I hear. Yeah. Because I think the minute I go into reaction, then we're off and then we've got the defense and that's we're trying right. to prove we're right. But I hear. Yeah. I hear that that's really hard or right. that's really hurting right now. Or that's, I hear. Yes. And, and, and that's been a helpful. I, you know, being a talker for a living, <laughs> listening wasn't my strong suit. <laughs> so, you know, just learning those things. And, and you can. This workshop that you're doing, uh, you know, we, we're not really promoting the workshop. We're promoting the ideas. But you are doing one that will help us. It, when it, it's coming up, is Yes, it? this Friday evening. Oh, it is coming up. What it am is I saying? coming oh, up. Well, <laughs> it's <laughs> Friday night. Okay. What time then? At I guess six, we should pay attention. 6.30 until 9.30. What a good way to spend uh, a Friday night on Maui. It's yeah. already dark at 6.30 now. So right. you can't even. Sunset's over. So, <laughs> you know, we, we were saying with the previous talk, they're doing a workshop in December on death and dying. Mm. But, you know, when you, you come to Maui, and you lay in the sun, and you, you drink your Mai Tais, and you do your snorkels, and now you're going to go home. And I say, what about going home with a tool and technique that you brought back from Maui that you can use until the next time you're blessed to come back? Mm. And it's 
practically nothing. What is it? Twenty bucks? Twenty dollars? Yeah. yeah. To to be with a world class trainer. Cost of a mai tai. Yeah. That is the cost of a but but to actually take home tools that will enrich your life, whether you're in a relationship or not, we all go to work with people. Mm-hmm. We all live with people or our animals. But this is, you know, when, with the election coming up, um, you know, there's an opportunity for all of us to, mm. to melt conflict. You're going to, and I know you, I've been in your workshops, so I can tell you, you will actually have hands on tools that work and they're graceful because a keto uh, you know when you said do you resist but you flow it's almost like a breath it's an in-breath someone comes at you and you breathe into it and there's just a natural flow yes and it's always about harmlessness this Mm -hmm. is um i I think this has been a learning for me and and many uh, because we're not taught how sacred the first step on the spiritual path is harmlessness. Yes. Love doesn't hurt others. Yes. Now, people may get hurt because you stand in truth, but it doesn't hurt. It doesn't strike out, mm-hmm. you know. So it's so important. And I know that's one of the, the natural flows of a keto is right. you, you're you in a flow. It's not like protect myself. I'm in a natural flow of recognize we're oneness. If they're in your energy field, there's something for you about it. That's yeah. the Ho'oponopono. And one thing I love about Aikido, the idea is how do you render the attacker harmless to you mm. without damaging them? Mm. Yeah. It's a very much of a warrior posture. Spiritual yes. warrior. Yeah. Spiritual yeah. warrior. That's right. So yeah. you do actually do physical Aikido, or did. I have, yeah. You did. You studied that. good yes. friend of um, the guy who Tommy wrote Crum. the book, Tom Crum. I love that man. You and um, my favorite, John Denver mm-hmm. and uh, Lee Shapiro were talking to. You started the Windstar Foundation back when being environmentally Awake was mm-hmm. not the biggest thing on the planet, and you guys planted the seeds that everybody now. John Denver's song. I mean, the guy wrote it what twenty years ago. It's about time. More than yes. twenty. Yeah. We yes. start to see it. The changes in the weather. Yes. And, you know what is twenty five years ago? Because I that was I used that song in my mem- um, memorial service. That was when I got ordained. You have to do a service. <laughs> my mem- my ordination <laughs> service. Well, it wasn't dying in some way. <laughs> it was but a rebirth. Yeah, it was yeah. the and, and I used that song. Uh, I want to live, and it's about time. And right. boy. Talk about being the visionary prophet, mm-hmm. troubadour, Absolutely. way ahead. Absolutely. You know what the heck was he talking about? But there was a truth that he was singing to, and, and he went out doing what he loved. He went out flying an airplane, an mm-hmm. experimental plane. He was supposed to be at our church in Overland Park, and we couldn't get the figures together. Uh-huh. And he died that weekend. Uh-huh. So uh, there's always been such a connection. Flying his plane, mm-hmm. doing what he loved. Which I just learned something. Lead, um, uh, Jesse Jackson was on Larry King, t- and he was on the balcony when Martin Luther King Jr. was shot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and they were singing. Uh, Jesse Jackson was 24 years old. And I thought, this is when you're in consciousness. This is when you're present, which um, he was. Uh, Jesse Jackson just came, and he was doing a rendition of Precious Lord, Precious Lord, to a new upbeat. And Martin Luther King Jr. started to laugh because it was just so... Oh my precious Lord! And the gun hit him like that, and he died instantly. He went that. out with wow. a laugh. The last thing they all heard, he laughed, mm. and he, la- he laughed, and he left. And it, that's a good death. Yes. I mean, it's terrible for us that we lost such a, a carrier of light. But that that we, you know, Gandhi. It's when you're alive, uh, when you're fully present to what you're going to teach, because conflict keeps us from being present. Mm-hmm. And he lived in conflict, and he stayed fully present. Right. I guess that was the point of that. <laughs> well, and it ties in nicely with the first part of yeah. our program. Um, so, uh, Lee, as you you were, you were starting to say, as it's not enough just to say to do the act of listening, right? Right. When, when, when and you were you were saying that women tend to feel this, but, right. but I think people, in, you know, it doesn't really matter your your sex. It's it's this concept of you're not listening to me, right? And how do you can how do you well like that? one thing I was aware of for myself was that uh, a previous girlfriend of mine said you're not hearing. I don't feel like you're hearing me. And I could have repeated word for word what she had just said, but I, what I realized that she was sensitive to was that I wasn't with her. I wasn't getting with with her and how that feels when someone is totally with you and understanding the, re- the good reasons why you feel the way you feel. Mm-hmm. And that, that sense of connection is what she was looking for. And, and, but for me, it was difficult because I said, you know, I noticed that when I feel attacked subconsciously, this armor comes up, this mm-hmm. protection comes up, and mm-hmm. I'm... I'm trying to get with you, but right now I need to breathe and work on this so that I can really listen. So part of, that's the second part of Aikido is about centering, about coming back to our center and finding what are those ways, as you were saying, Mary, like breathing, that bring you into a state of presence, of connectedness. Mm-hmm. And from that centeredness, then 
then we can really get with the other person and being aware when we're not and being mm. able to cop to that. And it's mm-hmm. like, hey, right now I need to take a time out. I'm not in my center. I'm feeling defensive. And uh, so well, I that's healthy, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, that is just a tool. If, if people learn at that moment where maybe if you walked away for a few minutes and right. you could breathe together know you'll come back the intention is you will come back but we get in that space we say things and those words once they're spoken are tough you can't retract it's hard to retract back in aren't they i mean even though it was a bad day you know i've with my grief i've noticed i'm much i'm I'm much less uh, sharper you know than than i am sometimes and boy you have to you know it's just you're not yourself right so teaching people to walk away, yes. But to know I will be back. But yes. the, is, is that I a negotiation? You, you uh, is that a negotiation technique? Like, hey, this is really something I know that's important to you to talk about. But can we just not do it now? Let's talk about it tomorrow at two. Yeah. Well, what's a lot of times what I recommend is just using the timeout signal from football. Oh. And <laughs> and when you're in a clear space, what that means, and you come to this understanding that that's a valid technique, is to take a timeout. How and long we'll, should those be? And, and does that tend to, if someone's all fired up, right. does that tend to just further ignite them? It, it may, but if you have that agreement okay. ahead of time, that what this means is that right now I'm not in my center. Right now I don't, I'm feeling defensive, and I don't think I can be here in a way that's productive for either one of us. I need to go center myself. I need to go move my body, do put on music, whatever it takes for me to come back into my heart. And then let's come back together when we can have a discussion that's an exploration mm-hmm. that is has the intention of learning and healing mm-hmm. and loving mm-hmm. and bringing us closer together mm-hmm. rather than, oh, if you will... Uh, taking the wounded child inside on both sides and putting them into the sandbox and allowing them to throw sand at each other mm-hmm. it's just kind of a waste of spirit right and so the person who says I have to do it right now is just as much out of it as the person who says I need time I need time right now and mm-hmm. so that that agreement one of the things that I think your workshop would be so helpful for is you know the time to build a good relationship is not when the conflict is in your face right. and you're just so mad you're going to you know, <laughs> homicide or suicide or the two things and it's looking like homicide not you know I'm <laughs> That's not the time you want to develop some of these techniques. Right. So coming, if you're in a relationship or would like to have a good relationship with your colleagues, your family, your lovers, uh, it's this Friday night. It's Is it three full hours? It's Two, three full hours. Three full and it hours. goes very quickly. Oh, I bet. <laughs> There's I a bet. lot of material there. Well, there's so much practical things that just the breath. Give us a couple more things that people can do. Oh, well, I think... Uh, Let's see. One of my, you know, Jim, you were saying that it's difficult to take it back. But the thing is, we're human. God knows we make yes. mistakes. Yeah. And it's so important to accept that we're human. Mm-hmm. And so many of our feelings are subconscious and motivations oh. are subconscious. We're not aware of it. And so when we, when we do something that's not working, to be able to clean it up and know mm-hmm. that we can clean mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. And to be, you know, for, for me now, it's so much easier for me just to say, you know, that's not how I <laughs> like to deal with mm-hmm. these things. I was feeling yeah. defensive. I was attacking. I wasn't listening. And, you know, l- and sometimes to even go through a ritual of doing it over again. Mm. Um, I like that do-over thing. Do-over, I actually, yeah. I, I haven't done it for a while, but I did that for, I went through a whole period where, and I think we must, some trainer must have told us, but we would just call and say, can I have a do-over right. tomorrow at 1 o'clock? Right. Because I, you know, I, I would just apologize for the whole thing. But could we just do the do whole thing over, go yeah. back all the way back? And do it with soft eyes and, and an open and mind. Yeah. And actually mm-hmm. doing the ritual. I, I don't know mm-hmm. if I had told you the story. One time when I was married, my wife crashed the car. And I came home, and she was in this space like she was a little girl, and Dad was coming home, and she was in trouble, <laughs> you know? Uh-oh, uh-oh, well we, I can feel it. Yeah. <laughs> I can feel it. Oh. And I walked in, and subconsciously— Was it your favorite car? Uh, it was our only car. Oh. <laughs> yes, that would be his favorite car. That was my favorite car. And I came home, and I, and I subconsciously went right into doing her dad. And she said, I crashed the car. And I said, oh. where did it happen? She said, oh, out in front of the condo. And then I said a, par- a very parent-to-child type of communication. I said, didn't I tell you to watch out for that spot? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Right. So, you, so you assume <laughs> the role that she was projecting. Yeah, a, yeah. Right. Basically. Yeah. So yeah. I went right into that. And and then she said, yeah, you did. And then I, and then I started complaining and saying, oh, now our insurance rates are going to go up. Oh, and, and then I checked in and I said, you know, this doesn't feel good. Can we do this <laughs> over again? And she said, yeah. So I walked okay. outside the door. I knocked on the door. <laughs> she let me in. She said, I crashed the car. I said, are you okay? There you go. She yeah. said, yes, I'm fine. I said, well, 
that's all that matters. We've got insurance, and it looks like you could use a hug. Would you like a hug right now? And she said, I would love a hug right now. And we hugged. And we both felt good about doing it over again, you know. And Can I have a do-over? I like that. Yeah. So we learned those two techniques, the, the, the football timeout, uh-huh. which doesn't project well on the radio. but <laughs> Jim, Jim is sitting here like it's the only thing he knows about football. Very, yeah. The guys suit up, Jim. They got the big they this, shoulders this on. Shoulder, <laughs> the baseball bats, kind of that's a different. No, that's, that's okay. the World Series, Jim. Okay, well, so they, I, the timeout and then the do-over. So right. I like that. Right. So I, I was thinking, you know, you're talking about your ex-wife. And that, you know, those practice sessions, we all have those exes that we learn to practice on. Right. But I was thinking about a couple that um, were part of my community in Overland Park. They've been married 60 years now, but I was came into their life at around 50 years. And one of the funniest party tales they ever had was when they had the, the garage doors. Remember, we used to have two garage doors. Uh-huh. You had, you know, instead of one big one, you mm-hmm. had two. And, and the wife got in the car, and she pushed the... Uh, only she was on the other side, and she just gunned it and just took the whole garage <laughs> door out. Now, they laughed just like that. Now, see, those guys already knew. Right. It was just something they laughed over to that day. Is, you know, And I thought that's the difference. They already were in that flow of just didn't, you know, it was so beautiful. But oh, boy. I never laughed so hard. And they both laughed. It wasn't like any. any and it just doesn't become well, a big deal. We, yeah. And then the second step is we turned to look which garage door went up. She said, well, I heard it go up. And just <laughs> <run> it. <laughs> yeah, so those you, are great, great stories. When we can lighten up, yeah. it's just so great. Wow. A friend of mine, uh, in fact, it's Mackenzie, the little girl's mother, uh-huh, uh-huh. what they do is they sing their arguments. And and it oh, just what a great I am thing. so angry at yes. you. <laughs> oh my gosh, what a good thing! And it just lightens it up, you now, know. Now, have you ever done it with adults? That would be so very oh yeah, cool. Yeah, especially if you have a, a, a dramatic component to you. That's great. I love that. Yes, that yes. is a cool technique. It is. It is. Oh wow, this sounds like a great a great place to just pick up some practical things. You're not you don't have to go deep, deep, deep. You just have to learn some new tools right. that help you. And th- that is so great. Lee Shapiro is a, a painter. He's got books out, poetry out. He teaches all kinds of relationship workshops. This one is on melting conflict. I just, mm. I love the image of it. You know, we've all, I was conflict phobic. You know, every defense came up, tried mm-hmm. to make it right mm-hmm. and fix it and, and get ahead of it. I was always trying to get it set. It never worked. <laughs> they were always ticked off. Didn't like my solutions. I was always trying to fix it because I was so afraid of it. And then I saw it, it's just energy yes. that's going at a different frequency than somebody else's, and yes. it bumps in. And it, the challenge for me was when I got stuck in my position that I was right uh-huh. instead of an exploration, a discovery. I got it stuck in. Uh, my girlfriend said uh, we were out at dinner in, in uh, Malibu last week, and her new husband, they've been there, and she said, I just love this line. Maybe you guys have heard it where she says you know it's just that disheartening moment when you find mr right his first name is always it's <laughs> 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 great i love that line but but that that what is that in us lee that that thinks being right could protect us that i'm sorry that, that thinks being right could protect us because it is a defense isn't it it's yes a, yes needing to be right and it's th- and that's as i was saying before we all have good reasons for feeling what we're feeling mm-hmm. and our feelings are not about what's going on right now. Mm-mm. It's they're, they're old events that get touched off, you know, and mm-hmm. that's, that's where the that learning comes in. That would be a key, in. wouldn't it? If we carried around a little card that when I'm upset, it was that line in The Course in Miracles, I'm never upset for the reason I think. Right. Mm-hmm. But if we had a little card that every time we were upset, we'd pull it out and say, which age or wh- where, who, who's really upset? And yes. we really got, because it seems so real when it rises up. And uh-huh. there's, you know, that person that walked in and said, didn't I tell you not <laughs> to park there? You know, <laughs> you know. but, but where is that? Where, you know, if we just had a card that would pop up and we go, oh, excuse me, just a minute, let me read my <laughs> That card. would be when I was eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You are now 61 years old. <laughs> is this an appropriate response or feeling? No. Okay. But well, something to make us remember. Well, the feelings are real, and mm-hmm. they sit in our body. Yeah. The stories are not real. Mm. The stories are what we think it is about right mm. now. And mm. so the, the more that we work with that, the more that mm. when this comes up, we, we really are really curious about mm-hmm. when, what's getting touched off here and mm. where does that come from and what are my beliefs around that? Because we, always, we all have beliefs around our feelings, too. And then so it may touch off beliefs that we're not okay or that we have no power. The sense of helplessness is a very difficult feeling, and that's when people want to be right, that mental mind that wants to have a sense of control, you know. And so that ego part will be Mm. the one that's defending, that's trying to get their point across. You know, we can hardly control a single thought, can we? I mean, they Mm. rise, they take over, and we until we learn to watch them. 
this I'm, I'm just talking about my own journey, but yes. this, I was so committed to being right and controlling, and yet it's not even possible. <laughs> I mean, talk about <laughs> the impossible quest. I mean, and then relax, and you find out people like you more, life works better. Yes. So th- I really appreciate your coming in because the workshop is this Friday. I apologize for not knowing that. I've seen your posters out. and But, boy, how did October go by? It goes. It's, it's done. Happy, it's Halloween. Last day. It's I was Halloween. happy Halloween. That's right. As you come in, you know, we all have pretty good costumes on. Every <laughs> one of us. And if we would lighten up and realize it's just a costume, we're going to take it off and um, enjoy it while you got it on, but don't get attached to it because right. it's not forever. Ramdas calls it uh, God in drag. God in drag. <laughs> God in hiding. Mother, yeah, Mother Teresa, God, Christ in disguise. Well, we just very much thank you for coming in. And My Lee pleasure. Shapiro, you'll be back, and he'll be doing some more, hopefully, relation workshops, so stay tuned. Right. You can go unityonmaui.org and get all the details. And I do want to mention that the, the seminar Friday night at 630 is at Unity on, on High, High Street. Street. Great. So go at unityonmaui.org and get all the details. Or, or call, call us, us at 242-9327. If you'd like to sponsor the program, call us at 242-9327. That's the n- one Ask number for them. Unity. But we want to thank Myrna Stone. She has a um, the best real estate mailing. Yeah. Okay. okay. We'll let Lee give his phone number real quick. So yeah, my number is 268-1000 if anybody you is interested. in number, 268-1000. Right. For personal counseling or questions about the seminar, please mm, call. Beautiful. So I was just uh, acknowledging one of our good friends, Myrna Stone, who's a longtime Maui resident, her editor of the wonderful magazine. I think it's the best real estate magazine. It's Maui Style, mm-hmm. and it's got great articles. I haven't gotten November's yet. I better go no. down. No, well, it's, it's going to be out there. Yeah. Longs and out all over the island, always there's great artwork on the front last month was Haleakala and mm-hmm. a week before a month before was these beautiful blue dolphins they're exquisite but she always has the most fascinating local Maui stories and I mean they're rich they're, they're like reading the New Yorker Maui style and and it's you a complimentary magazine. You can pick it up all over, and yeah. there's a great who's who to find out, you know, what is the kind of real estate agent you want to be working with if you're interested in that. Mm-hmm. This Title is the magazine to, to check out. All the out. different locations, really good insight into the different, because Maui is so beautifully diverse. And, of course, we always thank Trish Morris and Premier Mortgage, the best mortgage company on the island. And we do invite all of you to remember that you're making it all up, so why don't you just allow heaven and um, change your thoughts and change your life. And, you know, we all need uh, guidance. We go to school to learn how to write, and we take piano lessons to learn how to play the piano. And we have people like Lee Shapiro that come every once in a while and give us a tune-up on how to do great relationships. So we want to invite you, if you give your phone number one more time, Lee? 268-1000. What and a great number. And then and also I also wanted to give the phone number for Bodie, who was our first guest, who was doing that wonderful program mm. on, on death and dying. His phone number is 573-8334. And that workshop coming up in December, December is making friends with death and being present to those who are dying. So it's a wonderful tool to be present to what is happening all the time. What a great day on Maui. Jim, happy birthday. Thank you. My birthday was yesterday, right. and it's a, it's a continuation uh, of a of a of a multi-day, you know, celebration. Absolutely, you know, and and what a wonderful being you are, Jim. Oh, you are such you. a light being. I love so I present. love this show. I love uh, all of you who are listening. We keep hearing from you. Mary ran into someone at the airport the other day <laughs> at TSA, so we say hello to you and uh, everyone who's listening and, and, and Delta makes Airlines. Yeah, they conversations said, with only. friends. I listen to you every week. I go really wow. Okay. So we got so a we vast listenership, and hello, and, and thank you, and join us on Sunday at our uh, Sunday celebration home at the Maui Tropical Plantation. And join us at Unity, where God is known as love, and heaven is revealed on earth. It's up to you. You really are the instrument that Spirit's using today, so make a difference. Have a great week. Aloha. 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 Aloha.